my name is Amanda Perucci. I'm head of digital at Forefront Communications, and I'm joined here today by one of our managing partners, Eric Soderberg, to discuss a recent thought leadership piece he wrote called The Silent Business Killer, Your Weak Brand. Thank you for joining me, Eric. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. So tell us, why did you decide to write this piece? There are, yeah, thank you. Um, there, there are two, two reasons why. Um, I would say the first is that it is, it's always struck me that odd, odd that people that we work with in this space um, let brands influence their personal buying decisions all the time, yet for some reason they don't think a brand can have value and is important in the world of fintech. So you think about people go out, they'll, they'll buy things like Evian water, they'll pay up for that, right? They'll pay up for the Patagonia jacket, the Tiffany ring certain bottles of wine. I mean, are these things actually any better or have you bought into the, the strong brands? And I would argue in many cases, it's, it's, it's the brand that has been doing a lot of the selling. Um, and secondly, you know, we've just worked with so many firms where we have just seen firsthand sort of the devastation that a weak brand has had on companies that should otherwise be super successful in our opinion. Right, and so how have you seen these weak brands hurt businesses in our space? Yeah. What are the symptoms? Yeah, there, there is a very uh, common, I'd say, set of symptoms. And if you've worked in the capital markets and fintech space for a while, um, I am sure you, you've come across these. I mean, how many people have been in those meetings where the CEO has said things like, um, you know, I, I don't understand what's happening here. We, we have the best product. We've just hired the best sales team. We're spending a ton on marketing. Mm -hmm. where, why are our sales down? Like, you know, where are all these leads in the funnel that I expected? Why have clients left? Why is it difficult to hire people? They cannot understand this. And I would argue that a weak brand is contributing to all of those, all of those problems. That makes total sense to me, but what makes a brand weak? How, how would someone know that? Yeah, so there are, there, there are many, many things that go into to strengthening a brand. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna talk about three of the ones that I think are probably um, easiest to fix. So one, and they are poor messaging, message inconsistency, and having a visual brand that does not align with the messages. So first of all, what, are, what do we talk about? We say messages all the time, we use that term a lot. This is, this is how people go about defining their company. What is their key value proposition? What do they say to differentiate themselves to, uh, you know, from their competitors? So poor messaging is when you haven't taken the time to really get that story straight, right? Instead, you're, using, you're just saying you're gonna give greater efficiency to people, things are gonna be faster, lower total cost of ownership, and then a long list of features you will sound like so many of the firms out there that is just gonna be generic, it's not gonna work for mm -hmm. you. So that's poor messaging is one. The second is message inconsistency, and this frankly is one that can be fixed in a week, honestly. Um, and this can be a problem for firms that have, have great messaging. It's where, and here, here's the scenario I think people can relate to. Uh, your salesperson gets a great opportunity, great prospect, goes in, amazing presentation, right? Everybody in the room is like nodding their head. He's super excited. He, he shakes hands, he leaves some material on the desk and he goes back to the office and he tells everybody what an amazing call he just had, amazing meeting. Um, and the people he just spoke to, they've now gone back to their desks, they take a look over the material and, and it looks, sounds like, sounds a little different than what they just heard the salesperson say. So that's a little curious to them. So they, they wanna now 
line this up with the company's website. So we just heard the salesperson talk about their super high tech. The materials are leaning more towards their wonderful client service. And there's something else they're talking about on their website. So now they're confused, concerned, mm -hmm. worried. Confidence in this yeah. firm is, mm -hmm. is dropping. Um, they escalate. They want to talk to the head of sales. They want to talk to the CEO. They talk to those people. Now they've gotten four or five different stories, very concerned no confidence in this firm that they actually can deliver on what they say is that demo they mm -hmm. saw is that even real mm -hmm. right a lot of a lot of concerns come up horrible thing to be in so that's message inconsistency has to be fixed and that could be done pretty quickly the next one is and the final one is the visual brand does not align with the messages i'll use that same scenario if the gentleman is talking about or the woman is talking about how great their technology is and how sophisticated their platform is and how easy to use it is and they look at your website and it looks like a horrible website that 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 really is gonna not work or or you tell them a great story about the technology and they get to your website and they see you know undefinable cities you know scapes and buildings or mountains and they just it doesn't even connect at all so but again three things poor messaging messaging consistency and a visual brand that does not align with the messages those, Those are, are all great points, yeah. and I think we see a lot of firms that do struggle with that. Yes. Somehow yes. they can still be highly successful. So what do you say to those firms? Yeah, well, so there's no, there's no question about it. And again, we see this all the time. You've got, you've got people that come from well-respected firms, big, big roles at these firms, they have very successful careers, they get together, they get a few technologists, they build a really unique and cool product, and they go to market. Um, at that point, I would say that oftentimes you see this, there is buzz. Mm -hmm. Just because they've got, they say they've got a unique product, maybe it's been built, maybe it's, it's you know, it's, it's forthcoming. Um, and people know the, the, the people involved, so there is excitement, there is buzz, they get interest, they get leads, they may get a first, a couple sales. Yeah. Um, but an analogy that we like to use is that um, that's no different than buying a building a house with terrible materials, right? The day you move in, it's wonderful. Everything works. It's exactly as you wanted it. Six months in, the doorknobs, they, they start getting loose. The windows don't close all the way. There's drafts. Mm -hmm. The roof starts to leak. You, so out of the gate, lots of successful fintechs for sure. Mm -hmm. It's the test of time. Mm -hmm. And I would argue if those firms do not get a solid brand foundation in place and stick with it, stick with it, certainly for some period of time, right. um, with some consistency, they will struggle um, when sort of the, uh, the the buzz wears off, maybe some competitors come into the space, mm -hmm. it's just not, it, it's likely not gonna last for too, too long. That makes sense, and I think a lot of the firms that do struggle with their brand are the startup Series A, the younger companies, yeah. But you know, when you're starting a company, you know, your number five employee is not going to be a brand expert, sure. most likely. It's going to be a sales guy, operations. Yeah. So, you know, how will they know if their their brand is weak or not? Yeah, well, that's it's a pretty pretty simple test. Um, and we, whenever Forefront's engaged to do work on brands, we always start the exercise with talking to a lot of the people at the mm -hmm. firm and asking a very basic question, like, who, who are you, right? And, and listening to what people say back, so I would say to folks, you know, walk around your office, get on some Zoom calls, and just ask people, um, salespeople, client-facing people, HR people, your CEO, mm -hmm. 
who, who, who are you guys? Who's your firm? And listen to what people say and, and, and see if they're saying the same thing. That's a, just a very simple, easy test. Yeah. I can tell you that um, it's, it's, in our experience, you're going to hear a lot of different answers to that. So that's, that's going to be a bit of a problem. Um, I'd say the next thing to do is um, pull up your website, pull up your sales deck, mm -hmm. pull up LinkedIn, maybe pull up a press release, and just, just look mm -hmm. at your materials. Are they conveying the same top-level corporate messages or not? Does the intro to the press release that says, you know, we are XYZ, is that what it says on the website? Is that what it says on LinkedIn? And just, just check those things out and, mm -hmm. and minimally make sure that those things are aligned, even if you may not yet know that you have the greatest messaging. Um, and the last thing too is I would, I would say, think about the FinTech or even outside of our space, what firm do you most admire? Which one you really think has got it, got it nailed? Mm -hmm. Which one has just got that massive valuation you're surprised by? Who's doing super well? And pull up their website, pull up your website, and see if they look and feel any different. I can almost guarantee you that the firm that you really admire has a really good website, really strong messaging, and a really uh, consistent brand. Great. So when our viewers go right now to follow yeah, those right. three steps yep. and they find out that their brand is weak, what should they do? They should get expert help. Um, I know that might sound self-serving and I would love everybody to come to Forefront and talk to us about it, but getting a brand right in this space cannot be done with someone with a graphic design background, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You need people who have successfully created, built brands mm -hmm. in this space. And, and I know there's a, like a huge temptation to uh, work with some firm on the West Coast or some big, huge firm in New York who's, who's you know, they've done work for, I used Yeti as, maybe, oh, they worked on Yeti. Oh, they've worked on Nike. The problem is a couple problems. One, you might most likely are going to pay 5X uh, or a lot more than you, you, you really want to spend or need to spend. Mm -hmm. uh, and two, they're probably going to be pretty good at the design, the look and feel, but they will not, they will really, that, it's an absolute, but they will struggle if they do not understand the nuances of the capital markets mm -hmm. and fintech mm -hmm. with writing copy that's going to resonate. Mm -hmm. And maybe they can give you a great, nice hero tagline, but after that, they will really struggle, and I think you'll find yourself looking for a writer who knows the space. We've seen this so many times. So. Um, that's what I would suggest people yeah, do. That's great. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much for your time, Eric. And thank you everyone for watching today. If you'd like to learn more about Forefront and how we can help you strengthen your brand, visit us at ForefrontComs.com.